Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hi guys, welcome to a new episode and I really hope <laughs> the sound quality of this episode is okay because I'm just recording it with my phone as I'm still in Panama City. I'm flying back today from my retreat in Kanmotal uh, with A-Line within and I I wanted to record this now so I don't forget half <laughs> of it until I come back. And um, and I'm still in the in the energy of the retreat and everything I've learned there. Now, the podcast episode today is about your destiny, and this podcast episode is very much related to um, the one I did. I think it's uh, two previous, called "Discovering Your Karma." And I highly recommend you to listen to that one as well. Now, the karma episode really goes in depth more, or it looks more in detail at your life lessons that you came in with um, to resolve in this lifetime. So your life lessons from previous lives, and I show you how you can use your how you can use astrology and how you can use your birth chart from Western astrology, but also from Vedic astrology to um, realize what are your life lessons and to understand them just much more in depth and to realize um, what gifts and what um, sort of karma you come in with from previous lives so that you understand what you're going through in this lifetime and that is going to make you make it easier for you to go through these karmic lessons simply because you you understand your path now this episode much more looks at a bigger picture of your destiny overall and how um, destiny on a spiritual level unfolds in your very physical <laughs> life on earth plane and I um, I'm so grateful um, that I've been shown that in in Campbell, Panama and I highly recommend to you if you feel called to do a spiritual retreat and you feel called to Ashley's work, um, Ashley from uh, ALN Within, then um, her retreats are really magical. She really has an amazing gift of bringing the right people together, really people that are aligned by destiny to come together and to bring out the, um, the transformation that people came to to experience in those retreats and to hold the space, the energetic space, the emotional space also for these transformations. Um, yeah, they're really magical, her retreats. And um, just and as, as we are talking about destiny, now don't just go on a spiritual retreat <laughs> and also don't just go with Ashley because I'm saying that. No, you know, really listen to your messages everything is already planned for you and 
just do the things that you are called to. So if you are called to do a retreat in general, then you will be pointed to the people that are um, just right to facilitate that for you. And if you're, for instance, called to Ashley's work or to any kind of retreat and you have slight doubts, like when I was called to do this, I also had, like we all have slight doubts about things like do we have the money for it do we can we afford the time for it you know is it is the place how is it going to be with the other people like my doubts still were very uh, little and I, I just had such a strong strong feeling I have to go because it was it was really written in my stars um, I couldn't have avoided it so but we all have these doubts and then I just uh, want to tell you that I mean at least for the ones of uh, Ashley, the hers are magical. So <laughs> you can step over your doubts and just do it. But with anything, exactly. Just do the things you're called to and do it with the people you are called to do your work with because these people will provide the space for you to transform and to um, face some of these karmic lessons <laughs> that you're here to face. Now, let's talk about destiny. Now, in Kambutal, I got shown so clearly by my guides that our life, our incarnation here on planet Earth, that everything that's going to happen to us is actually already planned out and written out for us before we incarnate. There is a very detailed <laughs> plan for... An, yeah, there is not, maybe not very detailed, but there is an entire plan for everything we are undergoing and we are meant to do in this incarnation. And there is this path that we are just have to walk. And this path, when you imagine you are in a beautiful landscape, maybe somewhere on a mountain plateau, and there are like fields right and left of you, but in the middle you see this path and you see it very clearly like people have walked on this path before and this path is actually very straight it is just a straight line where you have to take step after step after step now in your life it doesn't it's not going to feel like a straight line and we're <laughs> going to talk about this now in order for you to actually be able to walk this path you're going to get a huge um amount of guides and like it's it's massive the, like I've seen like all my guides and I'm like this is like a massive group of uh, spiritual beings that are supporting you to actually walk this path it's it's massive but they're not there at all times so on this path there are sections so it's a very straight line but there are benches on the side and uh, these benches represent in a way, they represent turning points in our life. The path is not really turning, though. The path is very straight, but it feels like in our life the uh, the path is turning. So they are big. They are big. They are actually the big karmic lessons. So there are situations where you might change your job. There are situations where you um, you might lose someone you really love. There are situations where one of your gifts comes forward and maybe not easy way often <laughs> in sometimes painful ways there are ways there are situations where you meet someone that is very important for um, your destiny to walk this path there are situations where 
you might uh when you marry someone important or where you have your kids like these are really big stops in your um path and these are stops where you actually where you're going to sit on the bench because they take time to process they take time to really fully first unfold and then to process so you're going to actually sit on the bench and take a break <laughs> because you know we all need to take breaks while walking and the guides that you have like at the beginning when you are born you have behind you this massive amount of huge group of guides but they walk only certain sections with you on uh, this journey because they are responsible for certain parts of your journey and they are responsible so while you are working on the sections they're responsible you to actually keep you there so they are the ones who are sending you your messages and um, i have a podcast that's called how your soul speaks to you so that talks in detail about how you're getting messages from your soul and also from your soul guides in the end of the day these are really messages just that you get in your dreams these are messages that you get in your waking life like um, messages just sometimes you know a feeling you have like your physical body actually gives you a lot of a lot of messages like really really tune into how you feel when you make choices And I recently started to do this. I really learned this from uh, Laura Malina Seiler, which is an also really gifted spiritual coach in Germany. And she was talking, uh, she had a podcast episode out there, how you make um, decisions in life, important decisions. And if you struggle with decisions, uh, and if you understand German, I don't even know if she... Um, because she also does, she speaks very well English and she also lives part of the year in Hawaii if she actually has translations for podcasts for some of the stuff she has so anyway like english translations but um this podcast is very good very good like it really gives you different tools she works a lot with tools like eft and prefer and she i mean she's like a encyclopedia in some ways she knows all of these different tools so she gives you a lot of different tools how you can make decisions that are really aligned to your messages to your path that you're walking and one of them was to use your physical body um, as a guide in terms of showing you uh, yes and no so to use it as a pendulum basically you can also use like some people use a necklace or they use other things as a pendulum and they just asked uh it's you know show me what's a yes and show me which direction is a no and i do this with my physical body so i just stand and i ask my physical body you know it's swinging back and forth i ask it show me a yes show me a no and then i ask a couple of questions like my name is sabine i'm this and this age you know i'm born here and here like to just make sure <laughs> it's not telling me crazy things make sure the yes and no is correct And then I asked the question, you know, like if I have to, like for instance, I didn't even have to ask it for going on the retreat because that was so clear to me, but I, I ask about other things. Um, and sometimes the answer is hard because sometimes the answer is not what we want to hear. And I find, but I find it a very powerful tool because your body sends like all of our messages go, they are, they are coming from the cosmic realms from our soul guides but they all go as a vibration through our physical body so they will 
manifest in our physical body as feelings, uh, as sometimes just a physical sensation, you know, can be a short pain or a good feeling, whatever. So listen to your body. It will give you a lot of messages. And then obviously you're also getting messages. Um, I get a lot of messages from nature, from so many, from animals. Like even also from trees, from I I can also just ask. I sometimes just I ask stones. I ask water. Like sometimes to tell me a story. Sometimes to give me a message. I have a lot of animals appearing. Um, that, and sometimes I look it up online. You know what does this mean if this animal appears? Sometimes it just. I find it actually because online sometimes the there's too much information, so confusing, and usually I mean you pick up the that part of information that's right for you that's that's the important message but sometimes I just ask you know I just ask what does this animal mean in my life so exactly so your soul guides while they are walking on the path of you and they're walking kind of next to you they will send you messages to keep you on this path um, now you have in this life so all is written out for you all is planned for you <laughs> before you incarnate because you come with a plan you not just come i mean yes you also come to enjoy earth and to have fun really never forget that never forget that that you're on this uh beautiful sometimes paradise like planet um and because it has beautiful nature really really beautiful nature and people are especially i feel this here in uh, panama I, I feel so alive here i i have some destiny with this place <laughs> but um People are so beautiful. Humans are so, my God, you know, the people you will meet on your uh, path of destiny. They're so beautiful, so many people. Um, so enjoy this, really. It's just recognize also, you came here to enjoy God's or source creation. <laughs> so don't don't just think it all serious. I also, I actually, my guides, they uh, told me, I, I got a tattoo and they told, it's a dolphin. And they even showed me where I had to get it. They told me, like, this is, you need to get a dolphin and you need to get, get it there. And they said the dolphin is, it has a couple of messages for me, but it's also to remind me, uh, because dolphin spirit is really um, childlike. And I, when I was on my home planet, I was on my home planet, my soul's home planet, just before I incarnated here, because I wanted, um, I was destined to be part of the transformation of planet Earth. But I was a child on my home planet, and that's why I also... Um, I often meet uh, my galactic parents and it, it's beautiful to uh, connect to them in spirit. But I also have a massive team because <laughs> I came here from a childlike um, soul experience, you know, and I have a massive team to sort of keep me on this path. But David said, you know, you need to remember, you need to remember your childlike spirit um, in this lifetime also so I got the dolphin also to remind me of that to remind me of not taking everything so serious and just really having fun and enjoying and being having really uh, tapping again into this huge imagination that you have as a child and into of course connecting children are connecting so easily to the um to other realms, you know, to the spiritual world. And they are connecting so easily to their creativity and to their creative expression. They are so creative. Um, and um, for me, it's also a reminder of the gifts I came here with that I had there as a child that also led me to 
um, to incarnate and bring those gifts here on planet Earth at this time. But um, um, but yeah, we're always like, <laughs> always coming from exactly. You need to enjoy. You need to enjoy this incarnation as much as you can, and your physical body with everything with the like when i was in panama i was just feeling the passion the passion so much of love and sexual energy and all these things you really need to enjoy that in this lifetime is it's you on this path but that's also one of the things my soul guides told me that there are difficult moments they are some of the benches are difficult situations that you will um rest on and uh, be with but you're i mean believe me you are if you walk your path if you really walk on your path your team will have planned amazing amazing experiences for you like amazing places you're going to go to amazing people you're going to meet like just amazing feelings you're going to have and just so much joy and so much fun so they will have they planned you know when your life was planned is not all gloom uh they they have planned also a lot of fun for you and you shall enjoy it so exactly now coming back to yeah wait 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 it's not so exactly so the guides walk next to you to keep you oh yeah now i know what i wanted to say the path itself um so you have everything is planned out for you and there's all these guides that are going to help you for you to be on that path and to also um, have support through the comic lessons. But you have free will. In the universe, there is free will. And that's why there's also we sometimes don't understand the polarity and the, the cruel events um, that are happening, especially on planet Earth also. It is because, of course, there is free will, you know, like there, I mean, there is source creation, which is beautiful and source creation is really coming from infinite creativity and infinite love. That is the foundation of it all. But there is free will. So you can experience anything you want on this planet and you can go off the path and actually you can not walk the path at all in this lifetime so you when you see that what i the image i showed you you know you're on this plateau and you have this very clear straight line in front of you um and there's like fields on the sides you could not walk it at all and you could abandon the path after any kind of bench you know any kind of big comic lessons you could abandon the path because that is your free will. Now, what happens if you don't walk the path at all? You will just go, you, you will basically forge your own path. And you will still have on your own path, you still have your guides uh, following you, but they can't come more into the background because they're going to respect. Your guides will respect your free will. They send you messages, but they never ever force you in taking the decision to follow these messages. Never. Because uh, part of source creation is free will. And that always needs to be respected. So they will going to come much more to the background. And if at any time you decide to go back to your path, they will come more forward again and they will send you a bit more clear messages. But if you abandon your path entirely, 
like a really a total abandonment, um, they will go much more in the background. And they will let you do that now, though, in the next incarnation, you will get this path again. And you will get a little bit stronger <laughs> um, messages and st stronger guidance and stronger ex experience that will try to keep you on the path. Because in the end, your soul overall, like in this wheel of life, this wheel of um, incarnation that your soul goes through, through also different incarnations, different planets, like it's always, you're always in this wheel, it, it never ends, you know, there's like, you're in this wheel of basically experiencing what it is to be really removed from consciousness of source to being entirely connected to source. And um, you so in this wheel, you know, that there, there is an overall plan of, because you're growing as your soul and the path actually that you're walking, the destiny, it is just bringing you always closer to your soul and to source. That is the entire point of it. There are these karmic lessons of things you're learning along the way, but there are benches on the sides. You know, the overall path is you coming more into yourself, into your true being, into source energy. That's the overall path. That's what every soul uh, that is going through the wheel of life wants to experience is to really at some point be totally united again with source and then again totally separate. It's, it's more feeling you're never separate from source actually. You, you, you can't be separate from source. It's not possible. But the feeling, you know that or you forget like it's a conscious, it's a, it's a vibration, it's a conscious level. So it's being entirely united on a conscious level with source, you are actually always, source is always within you anyway. You're always consciously united with source, but you walk through different planets, different incarnations, different vibrations on different planets, uh, having more an awareness of the connection to source. So you're going always in this field of life to no awareness to total awareness. That's why the path is also straight. <laughs> it, is, it is just, you know, this is your connection to source. And uh, so if you totally abandon the path in this life and you're just going off on free will, you will have to follow it in another incarnation. So it's not, you cannot really run away from it. And it's going to be a little bit stronger. And that's why some people go through what feels like very harsh lessons in this lifetime. It's because uh, they might have... Um, done a lot of free will previously or I might have avoided certain stations and at some point you cannot avoid them anymore you know at some point you're really going to be um, if much more forced pushed onto it because soul in the end always for, yearns for total um, reunion with source that is like because it's at the foundation we are at a foundation reunited with source you have source God's energy within you and your soul always yearns for this longing, this feeling, this awareness to be, to fully have the knowledge of being united. So your lessons <laughs> will become very strong to get you back on that path. Now, this is total abandonment. Then there's also deviation. So let's say you, you walk the path and it's really a straight line and then you just, you deviate a little bit from it, uh, which we actually often do anyway. We often don't walk, 
I mean, if you walk the path really with a like straight line, you are quite fully aware of your destiny. You've been given, and that is also, I think, um, depending a little bit on um, your involvement as soul, like how, how much evolved is your soul, if you're quite highly evolved, if you're quite close to source, then you will be given a very, like a very clear image is actually of what your path is. And also, especially if you have the task on planet Earth, like if you have the task to sort of wake up others, to uh, really help others to be on their path as well, then your path will be laid out for you very clearly and you will have really this feeling I'm clearly walking on the path like for me I feel now much more that uh, my path I've been shown a lot I've been really shown a lot especially my dreams of what my path is Um, because I'm also here to help others to be on their path and wake up and um I cannot deviate too much. <laughs> Let's say it that way. I cannot fool around too much. I've done this already in previous lifetimes. So um, I now need to walk a little bit more straight on my path. But uh, so deviations. So deviations happen a lot. And deviations is not that you totally abandon your path. Abandonment is really you don't listen at all to your messages. You just don't want to face it. You know, you just, you really don't listen. You really, like sometimes we say people are um, asleep. Uh, like right now this is a big term especially uh, when it comes to you know social awakening and sometimes this is a little bit like uh, the sleep state is you totally uh, might have uh, you might have totally abandoned your path or you might really totally unconsciously actually walking you're very unconsciously walking on your you're still going to walk on your path a sleep state doesn't necessarily mean you totally abandon it but you there's actually many people right now who are sort of in a sleep state but still walking their path unconsciously but sometimes also when you're abandoning it it's really like you just yeah you just don't feel any connection to source in any way but now we were talking about deviations which all of us do a lot um these are just small you know you take small sight like you imagine a straight path in front of you and then there is a a small side path going off it but it's gonna like eventually back to the main path again it's just like a curve you know that goes off it and your um, soul guides go off that curve with you they uh they they're gonna still be on your side you know they go off because they know you're not abandoned they're not going into the background like an abandonment they are on your side still they're giving you messages and the messages gonna become stronger because you are on a side, <laughs> side path a small deviation you know you're working like in German we have this word umweg you know you're not walking directly <laughs> you're making a longer road that sort of a little bit unnecessary longer rounded road <laughs> to the same destiny um, they're gonna give you a little bit stronger messages to come closer again to your straight destiny path and there might be um, more benches uh, on this way to uh, just sort of let sink in the stronger messages but they are there and they are actually when you go on I feel when you go on side deviations you um, your soul guides coming much more forward they're really like <laughs> they're like kind of rushing 
it's almost like they're rushing to the situation and you might get like more helping you because you have this huge team it's really massive and at different times different members of the teams are being pulled depending on what are the themes you're going through and at that time when you go on a side deviation i feel there's like kind of you know like like a little bit like emergency calling like you know, <laughs> you know like the bells go off. we need more people here now uh and there's going to be more people coming to your side to a little bit push you back give you more messages more, uh, to, uh, for you to go back now what happens uh, on the benches so you have this path you walk and your soul guides are kind of next to you giving you messages all the time on the benches are the big karmic lessons and um, because they're often difficult no, yeah, difficult. They can be difficult. They they can be joyful, but often <laughs> there's some there's some sort of transformation involved, and transformation isn't always easy. So you really go much deeper into yourself. You need to go much deeper into yourself. That's why you're resting. That's why you're sitting on a bench right now and not walking. You're resting, and there on that bench, the soul guides that came forward that walked the previous step with you that prepared you actually they prepare you for that big lesson they sitting with you on the bench and they're holding your hands and i got shown this in in Kamutal. i was uh going i was sitting on one of <laughs> those benches one of uh my gifts came forward and i had two actually two soul new soul guides appear to me just a couple of weeks before going to um Kamutal and one she's like an she's like a shamanic grandmother and I like she's been a big big spiritual teacher to me in previous lives like in a physical form and she came forward a little bit and she played a little bit because there was a lot of like uh, we did this cacao ceremony which was felt very shamanic ritual she came forward in that and I feel she's gonna play a bigger role in my future like she didn't fully like she didn't fully step yet into her role of mentorship. They're really mentors for us. Um, she showed herself. She showed me a little bit of kind of like shamanic um, gifts I'm having and a path that, or a, 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 the, the, like, yeah, a way I ever walk. But she wasn't fully there. What came fully there was another female guide. Like I had in the, previously I had, a lot of male guides like and I in a lot of previous life times incarnations especially on this planet I've been in a male world and I pushed down emotions like I was just very focused on work on service on especially in the healing arts I do have from there a lot of gifts in the healing arts but I was just very focused on that kind of on achievement on reputation um and feelings and being creative was was not part was not part of me and uh i just chuff stuff down all these feelings and then i was born into this life really to really bring these feelings out and to actually bring these feelings out in form of art of words of paintings of music of maybe other things i don't know yet about but because these feelings have to be processed they have to come to the surface and i was born i think when i look at my birth chart it's so crazy so i'm coming from these lives of 
stuffing, hiding inside all these feelings. And I was born with now in this lifetime with my sun, my moon, my ascendant in Cancer, the the star sign of feelings. <laughs> You know, like like this lifetime, really, I cannot hide anymore from these feelings. I really, but I did so as a child because I was feeling so much. I was feeling so much and so deep. And because I'm also very energetically sensitive, I can feel very deeply the emotions of others and very often very overwhelmingly. And I I really closed that off as a child because it was so overwhelming. I didn't know. I didn't. I also in my family setting I and no one was showing me how to deal with these feelings no one was living an example to me how to deal with these feelings no one showed me um really a creative outlet for these feelings um so I I just closed them off and then I had this female energy guide a new guide that's gonna walk uh, the next years with me on my path coming forward to me a couple of weeks ago and she's really the she's a persona I feel of the female creative energy it's just, she's beautiful and um, in Kamuta like all this I really opened this place really opened my heart oh my god it was like as Ashley was saying it it cracks you open and I really felt that it cracks you open this place it's it's such a it holds such such intense energy high energy amazing place but it really cracked me open. It cracked me open to all these feelings. It was so overwhelming, so overwhelming. I, I was crying a lot. I and in that, when I felt so overwhelmed and so vulnerable, vulnerable, uh, and so raw and so, um, so without protection, this, uh, this female guide, she came forward so strongly. I even found, I found a crystal that's representing her on the beach there with the color of her energy. Um, and she told me, no, you know, take this, take this crystal every time you feel. And it's so, this crystal has a longer story. So I have a friend who is um, very artistic, like she's very good at painting. She's one of my oldest friends, in fact. We know each other since we are five. And she was asking me, actually, if I'm going to come on a painting uh sort of a painting retreat with her and it was at the same time as I was going to Campbell so I said no and I was also like mm, I don't really know if I'm into painting but actually and I had given her as a gift the same crystal like a couple of months ago because that crystal just so spoke to me because she also she was I mean since I know her she was painting she was drawing but she also went into the business world and she um, became very rational or she really tapped into this rational side and I feel she's going also through quite some transformation now to really bring back again in her that um that creative side and that sensual side and that and I feel she will really be for me in the coming years a pillar in that bringing out my creative side so that because that side is within me that wanted to come forward for me to also paint and to write and to express these emotions they need to be expressed in some art um so that same crystal i found exactly the same crystal that i gave her on the beach but and that same crystal has the color of that spirit guide so anyway what i was talking about is that um i was 
yeah, when I felt so warm, when all these emotions came to the surface and I just felt like they're gonna, I felt like my heart is gonna explode, like I, I cannot deal with that. That spirit guide came forward so strongly and she was she was saying to me, you know, gonna, I'm holding your hand and that is when you're sitting on the bench. They are holding your hand. And I felt this before, like in another situation that was really tricky that my spirit guides are, and they are for you too, you know, that's why I'm telling you this, they are holding your hand in these difficult situations, they are really, they're so, they're coming so close to you, and they are, because these spirit guides are coming from higher conscious realms, they are really holding this love energy from a source so much, so they are holding your hand and they are surrounding you with their own um, energy field and with their love. And um, I want you to remember that when you go, when you sit on your bench and when you go through your difficult karmic lessons, I want you to remember that you have someone on your side holding your hand and that that person is sending you um, loving energy they're really sending you loving energy and they are um, providing for you a safe container it really felt she was giving me the safety that I needed um, and they providing you that safe container to go through these really intense lessons and to be able to step back on the path because sometimes what happens to people is they get stuck on the bench because the lesson is so intense and so difficult and so strong that and this is sometimes I feel what happens when people are depressed or, or when they commit suicide um, they get stuck on a bench um, and they can't feel the the soul, um, the guides holding their hand and sending them loving energy. And sometimes it's just, um, you know, even because I said there's free will, there is soul guides, they do a lot of work, our guides. But um, even sometimes they cannot cross through the veil to reach us. And that's why I, I, I tell you again, remember this, remember this, that they're holding your hand, that there is someone, because it's going to make the lesson you're going through much easier, and it's going to help you to actually step up from the bench, I really felt that I was on that bench, and it felt so heavy, and I wanted to stay on the bench, I didn't want to start walking, because I felt so vulnerable, and so raw, and I felt I couldn't take the step, I couldn't take a step back to walk, because so often the steps they also show me when you walk your path, you're walking, the first step you're taking often back from the bench is a step into the unknown. And that is especially like, let's say you, you really feel you need to change your job and you're on this bench and you are reflecting on your life and you just know that you really, you're not in the right job and you need to get out of this, but you don't know. You don't know yet what's to come. You don't have a new job yet. You don't you don't know what's to happen with your income. You you feel scared. You feel um 
yeah unsafe you you feel sometimes lost that first step off the bench is a step into the unknown and it's a very courageous step the step off the bench um and you have to in order to get off the bench and to not get stuck on it because you can also on the bench you can easily abandon your path because the bench is on the side remember the path is straight and the benches are on the side for you to rest and you can very easily abandon your path on these benches and the first step back onto the path is really in darkness it's in total darkness the path is light it's very when you walk on your path it's very kind of clear it's all light but the benches are sort of um, they're more in the darkness and the first coming back from the darkness into the light path it's it's really you're still in the darkness you're going into the unknown it's a difficult step to make and that's why the soul guys are sitting on that bench with you and holding your hand because you need them and often it's actually i mean in that situation i saw one but often it is like two even holding both hands it depends a bit how hard the lesson is um and yeah yeah that's actually <laughs> that's what i want to tell you remember that when you're on the benches you have someone holding your hand you're not the step into the unknown you're not doing alone you're not doing the step alone you're doing it with your guides and once you're back on the path it's really like there's a mist you know on the bench the um, there is a mist between the benches and the path. So on the bench you feel in this crazy tumult of your life is somehow changing and it's taking a different direction and a new a crazy lesson is coming forward and you are in this mist. And the first step is in the mist still, is in the unknown. You don't know what's to come, but then you're walking back into the light. And then it's going to become, once you start walking again, it's gonna become so much clearer. Like I had um, one of the girls in the retreat was asking me, because I think she's on the verge of stepping out from the business world into really what she's meant to do. And I stepped out from the business world many years ago and she was asking me if it was scary like, and I said to her, yeah, it felt at the time, I, I didn't know really what I was stepping into. I just know I had to step out of the business world. I was, I get so strong messages. I, you're wasting your time here. Like, you're wasting your time. You are meant to do something different. Um, and, I, and I got such a strong, I think I talked in, in the karma episode, I think I talked about this last job I had that was just so toxic environment. It just was such a strong lesson because I deviated, right? I, I stepped out from the business world. I... I went on my path um, and then I stepped back into the business world. I deviated from my path and it is exactly these side curves, right? And then I got <laughs> in the second job, I got in this, not second job, but in this job I went back into, I got such a strong lesson, such a toxic environment, a really hard lesson that threw me back on my path, uh, really threw me, like, <laughs> you know, it's like these lessons on the side deviations or something, my God intense you're getting really like a push like a wheel a wheel boom push on your back back onto your path but i stepped really when i um stepped out of that toxic job i didn't quite know i stepped into the unknown i i i really i mean i knew my 
pray was somewhere in the healing and the um, more spiritual world, but I didn't quite know. And then now with time, and I still was sort of trying out, I was doing shiatsu, I was then changing to acupuncture, and when, actually when I was in the US, I really got catapulted onto my spiritual path. Um, so I, it was, the path was not entirely clear when I stepped out, when I stepped away from the bench. But it became clearer by every step I took, every message I followed, it became clearer until it became, became crystal clear, like really no more fog, crystal clear path ahead of you. <laughs> and um, that's going to happen to you, really, that's going to happen to you when you step off the bench. And I really encourage you to do it, because if you don't do it in this lifetime, you'll have to do it in another lifetime. There is no running away from it. From the benches onto your crystal clear path. And yeah. And on the path again, your soul guides. As I said, they are then they're just then on the on the sides of you there because the path is quite clear to destiny. And um and pay, I think sometimes what can really guide you is um, I get a lot of guidance in my dream. My dreams prepare me actually for the benches. And they prepare me for the next chapters. Like these, in between the benches, there's always chapters of your life until death of the, the, the different uh, sections. It's like sections you walk on the path. Different gifts, different aspects of yourself that have to come forward. It's to really feel united with source because these are all these are all aspects we have like the creative aspect that came forward in me that i will now in the next years really walk very strongly that path um this was always part of me always it's always part of our soul because we have everything in our soul you know and your soul anyway has sort of a blueprint of what it is it has like a song. Every soul has a song, beautiful songs. It's really a proofprint of who you are. And creativity is anyway, that's part of all of us. It's very strongly, but there's, of course, uh, we have, everybody has a different song, right? It's like how creativity comes out in each of us is very differently. Uh, some put it in cooking, you know? I, um, yeah, some put it in amazing food. Some put it in words, in poems they write, some put it in like items they create and uh, oh, what is beautiful there's a lot of here beautiful jewelry creators some uh, put it in uh, architecture you know in houses they they build and design so different that's why i'm saying creativity is not just sitting down and drawing something no 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 creativity that's essential in all of us comes out in so many different ways it's um it, it's the fabric of life it's everywhere. So um, these aspects that come forward on your soul um, destiny path, these are just aspects you have anyway, because when you, before you incarnate, your soul is sort of complete in all its aspects. And then you incarnate in this on this planet and you forget about a lot of aspects. And the straight path you're walking is simply you becoming more aware. You're living, you're living more of your aspects until at some point you live all aspects of your soul and that then is the state of total reunion with source 
And one last thing I wanted. This podcast is very long. I thought I'm going to only have content for five minutes. <laughs> But and once you start talking, it's like, oh my God, there's just so much coming forward. One other thing I wanted to talk about is um, the people you meet. Because the guides you have, I, I told you, they are sort of keeping you on the path, making sure you're walking this path. The people you meet are vital are vital aspects on the path along the path as well they also play uh, like the physical people you meet they play a vital role um, on this path and they are actually all along they are all along the way they're around the benches as well but they're also all along the way they're kind of like um, trees that line the path so yeah that's actually a very beautiful image i'm getting now so you have this um earthy path and there's uh, grass fields on the side and then you have uh, trees lining the path and then you have at times benches on the side of the path yes exactly that's <laughs> that's the image I'm getting uh, so these trees are the people you meet that have a vital role in you also walking your path and we are actually energetically connected there it's like fine spider web lines energetic spider web lines between us and other people that are vital in our life there are many people in our life right that we're going to meet but some people are really vital and they are kind of what you would call soul family i think the really vital people in your in our lives are soul contracts and soul family so they, they are making this net, really. It's like a net that spans around the path. Um, yeah, it's, it's really like an energetic net to, uh, for both of us. To sometimes they're walking uh, sections of the path with us. Um, sometimes they're walking the entire path with us often just sections um, sometimes they are just trees on the path that we just meet them and they will have a big impression on us in order to continue walking our path and but we are not necessarily we just meet them and then they disappear again from our lives or we meet them again much later but these are all the This is kind of like soul family and uh, soul contracts and soul contracts and they have their own path too. You know, it's just all a web. It's like interlinked. Like there's so many, like if you will look at this from a bigger picture, there's like all these different paths of the different souls and they're all interlinked with each other. It's like a huge, a huge web. That's the web of life. Um, yeah. And... Um, Sometimes these connections are stronger or less strong. It's like you you will feel like sometimes like soul contracts can be quite strong. Um, but soul family, of course, is soul family is very supportive also. And I have, yeah, I have a podcast out there as well called Soul. What is it called? I think soul contracts and soul family for you to make a little bit a difference between the two of them. Because soul family is, uh, there is also really uh, like a big love emanating from 
damn similar like the guides the guides have this massive big love emanating from them towards us and soul family also has like we are connected in love and we are connected through incarnations and lifetimes and you're often with soul contracts you just know you have something yeah i mean i really feel i have a contract with that person like we are fulfilling a certain contract with each other soul family is different you know you know each other for through lifetimes um yeah you know each other for a long long time there's often a very a feeling of familiarity with the people and the feeling that you can really be truly who you are in the presence of these people and that's why they they are very strong pillars strong um trees along the path because in their presence in the presence of someone from soul family you can really feel your true self and they feel their true self because we are connected through so many lifetimes and often also coming from the same home planet so we carry the same you know as i said every soul has a song of frequency like also every planet has a frequency and you all you all come from the stars you all have home planets sometimes multiple where you spend multiple incarnations so that the frequency of that planet um imprinted on your soul song on your soul frequency it made an imprint so that's why sometimes you really, i sometimes really feel with people that are coming um that spend a lot of lifetimes in the same planet planets as me there is there is really this this level of connection like the same vibration we are vibrating on a, we, our songs are very similar because the planet itself the song of the planet imprinted on our own personal soul song um yes so so that's why in the presence of these people you feel those imprints um, of the planet as well and you feel that they have the same imprint as you like a small fraction of their song is the same as a small fraction of your song even though the songs are obviously personally uh, different and but you feel it and you f and both of you feel just more um more true to who you are who you are as a soul so yeah and then there is the twin flame which um i'm gonna make another podcast about at some point not not now it's not the time for it yet <laughs> but it, it's that's an entire different topic the other part of your soul but this one is about destiny and i feel it's almost one hour 55 yeah 5355 <laughs> it's time to close this um, podcast so now to wrap up uh, as a conclusion what I told you so you're walking this path very straight line everything is planned out for you you have your soul guides huge huge amount of soul uh, guides uh, guiding you on this path of messages you will have the big karmic lessons on benches where your guides really sit next to you, they comfort you, they hold your hands. Remember that they hold your hands. You need to take, in order to get off the bench and step back onto your path, you need to, to step into the unknown. And that's the hardest step to go back to, you, to who you truly are. But it's only the first step. Only the first step is into the unknown. 
all other steps, you will step out of the fog and it will become more clear. And you have the guidance along the line and you have your soul family you will meet along the line and the contracts you have with other people. That will also keep you on the path and will guide you along the way. So as I said, enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey and never forget <laughs> to have a lot of fun on the journey, really believe me. If you don't deviate too much, if you don't abandon your path, your soul guides will have planned a tremendous amount of lovely, lovely, lovely things for you that you are here to enjoy to the fullest because this is a beautiful incarnation. This is a beautiful planet. You are a beautiful soul. So let's finish with that. Much love to all of you. If you would like to learn more, sign up to my Facebook or Instagram account and check out my services on taoistam.info.